Welcome to The Strong Room. This is our weekly series featuring interviews with families and business owners telling their stories. Our team of estate planning professionals presenting timely legal and tax advice and valuable information on charitable giving. The Strong Room is hosted by Sherry McMillan, President of McMillan Estate Planning. On today's program, specific examples which show how expert estate planning helps protect families and business owners. And Scott Gillis of Terra HDD Solutions talking about keys to his company's success. This is The Strong Room. I'm Herb Hamm. On this opening segment of the show, estate planning experts Sherry McMillan, Melanie Grant, and Roland Lequie talk about estate planning essentials. One of the things that most families think about when they contemplate estate planning is that it means will planning. So although we'll cover that topic during the presentation, we always make mention that we're going to cover all of the other options that you might or might not know about that you might want to know about. And so knowledge is power in this area. If you know your choices, you yourself will make the right choices for your family and the best interests of your wishes. What would be some of the most oft-asked questions? Well, it's a very interesting area, but most families ask, what do they do about preserving wealth in their bloodline in modern society? It's one of the real driving forces in modern society that they want their wealth preserved within their bloodline because we have such a complex family dynamic today. And so in order to make sure that your wealth stays with your actual biological family, planning needs to go into place. So that's a very common question. Our business owners, of course, ask, how do I steward my business? Because it's another family member. And truly it is. So that is a very common question of business owners of how do they succeed it in a way that their legacy is preserved. And the other one that's more and more common today because of our snowbirds is how do they protect U.S. assets and U.S. travel as they go about enjoying a warmer climate during retirement. And lastly, a very common theme is how do I protect my retirement assets I've created because the world is full of uncertainty today and I want to make sure that what I did create is going to last for my full retirement. So those are, I would think, the very predominant areas that families want to explore. I wanted to have you mention the team of experts you work with because there's an enormity here to these issues in terms of detail. You're positioned in a very fortunate way, I believe. Yes, we are. I'm very blessed to say we're part of an organization called the Society of Trust and Estate. And as practitioners of this body, all of the people that we have the privilege to work alongside have a passion and an interest in this area and not only have a passion and an interest, but they solely work in this area. This is their expertise. We come up with many minds, create a great solution. And so we utilize this resource predominantly in the overall estate plan. So, you know, we will work with experts out of the United States, out of the United Kingdom, interprovincially. We work with both accountants and lawyers so that we're not missing facets of the plan. We work with the brokers, the financial advisors, and make sure that there's harmony amongst everybody putting together a conglomerate of ideas that meet the wishes, the dreams, the desires of the family in the plan, and nobody's working against it in some particular manner. 
And of course, it would involve the inevitable and multitudinous legislative changes in different jurisdictions. One of the things that I always shared with families is in estate planning, because we're relying upon the existing laws of today, you have to readdress your estate plan from time to time because legislation typically will change every two to four years. And that's true of every jurisdiction, both in the United States and in Canada. So what can happen is a plan that you design five years years ago can become irrelevant simply because the legislation has made it so. So it's imperative that you're working with these trust and estate practitioners that are staying abreast and staying current with those changes that are going to happen naturally and that you're relooking and reviewing your estate plan, let's say every three to five years, no less than, to be sure and certain that those legislational changes don't impact you in a negative way. Or alternatively, if opportunity is opened up, up, which is also true many times, that you're seizing that opportunity and pulling it into your estate design to optimize your estate even further. And joining the conversation, Melanie Grant and Roland Lequee. We had one example of a family member where mom had passed on and the children were in there, into her home, clearing out the house, even though she had specific last wishes as to who would get what out of the estate, they were not respectful of that. And quite often, it's the smaller, more sentimental items that will start this battle. It could be family heirlooms like records. That was one family's case where everybody wanted grandpa's old records. I doubt they even have a way to play them today, but everybody wanted them, and the first one in the house is likely the person that got them. And from that point on, the fight is on. And that's where a lot of division comes within a family after the fact that this can last for years. And so good planning is worth every uh, moment that you spend on it. The misconception that there will be enough in the estate plan to pay off all debts and liabilities. Right. The first obligation in wrapping up your estate is to pay off your debts and taxes. And if there's cash in the estate, that's ideal. But a lot of estates, particularly small businesses, don't have a lot of liquid cash laying around. So to pay a bill, they may have to sell an asset to do that. And that's where it can ruin a family business. If you don't have the liquidity or access to fast cash, paying bills can be a very difficult process. There are other techniques that we can use to make sure that your taxes are minimized, to make sure that funds are available. Life insurance is a very good component for that. But it's a very, very big misconception that when a person passes away, they don't realize the extent of tax liability that can follow. Which brings us to the question of when to start estate planning. We get a lot of clients that will come in and say, well, I don't own very much. I only have a house or I've only got an RSP. And that's really the best time to start planning is before you start to acquire complex assets. You really have to give thought to what is going to happen to these if I'm gone how much tax is going to be incurred. And the best time to start planning is before you run into problems, not after. You should definitely start planning once you've had family. When you have children, you have a stewardship and a guardianship to worry about. And so good planning will protect your children. It's funny that you mention that because that is probably the biggest reason people will come into my office to prepare a will, is that they're flying away on a family holiday or they're looking at a buddy's trip to Vegas. And despite the fact they have children and they have had children for some time, that is the biggest thing on their mind. I have to get a plan in place because I have kids. And if something happened to me on this holiday, 
we have to make sure they're looked after. And we've touched on some of the risks, but the reality is there are serious risks that they need to be aware of and therefore protect their assets. Well, there's many risks associated with an estate, unfortunately. Some of them are second marriages. You want to make sure that you have good documents in play to protect what you've already created and going forward that what you've worked hard for stays within your bloodline. So postnups, prenups come into play around that. And other risks are creditors. You never know when you might be sued. How you structure your estate and how you give your assets to your children, maybe you give them prior to you passing. And so then their risks might come up and devalue the estate value that you've given to them, maybe they go through a divorce or are sued. So there are lots of risks associated. Tax is a big one. We don't think tax is a risk, but paying undue tax from a failure to plan is a huge risk to your estate. It's also the timing of tax, especially when you're looking at succeeding a family business. We can limit the amount of tax paid in the future by freezing that tax value today. And it's a very, very complex technique, but it comes down to when do you want to pay tax? We want to trigger it when it's low and defer payment until later. And my sense would be one of the things that gives a purpose and meaning to both of you in the work that you do is that there are these innovative and effective strategies that work. Might there be an example or two? I can think of one. We had a family come see us. They had a large real estate pool, and they had given one of their daughters a home to live in. She married and had children and raised her children in this home. And this home had been part of mom and dad's asset base that they could have generated retirement revenue from, but they wanted to give it as a gift to the daughter. Unfortunately, she had gone through a divorce And they ended up having to mortgage another property to pay the son-in-law out to ensure that that family home stayed within that bloodline. And so, again, that would have been a risk that we could have pre-planned for, maybe by using trust planning to protect that asset for the family. Another important consideration, especially with families around Calgary, is the idea of the farm families. There are certain tax exemptions and deferrals that you qualify for, provided you meet certain rules. And if you don't give forethought to these rules, you can end up triggering a tax that farmers can often defer or minimize. We've touched on, we've given examples of strategies. When should we start implementing them? Today is a good day to start. You can't plan after you're gone. It's too late. So if you have created an estate to be a good steward of that estate, start now. This is The Strong Room. And when we come back, a Calgary business success story. 